Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, 9.54 now to 6 minutes until 10 o'clock. Tim Lammer is brought to you by Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyer seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. You know what? Tim Lammer's is near. What do you think? <laughs> well, I am near because my birthday is Christmas. You know that, Tom. December 25th. That's another right, elf baby. was born. Yes. Did you like having your birthday on Christmas, or do you like having your birthday on Christmas? You know, first of all, my mom, she had me celebrate it with my brother, who was born on December 11th, My one of my older brothers. And uh, so I never really felt like I was getting, you know, oh, the same present for Christmas and birthday. And the other thing is, you know, you look at the bright side. It's like how many people have their entire family uh, that they see on your birthday. That's true. Mm when you get older i mean not too many so that that's definitely the case for me um but i i put in the little chat to, when i checked in that my favorite modern christmas song that i don't think a lot of people have heard is from harry connick jr it's called when my heart finds christmas i actually put the link in there Ooh. he sounds exactly like Harry, uh sinatra really He's the chairman of the board baby I mean, Harry Connick is so terrific, and this has a big band sound. It's, it's really an emotional song, a great Christmas song that you haven't heard a thousand times while uh, you know, having people try on shoes in a department store, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> I was that listening. Works. That works. And I can imagine that feeling. That yeah. must drive you crazy. Oh, it's a. I mean, you and then it's like you're you. It's you. You go back and forth where you don't hear it anymore because you've heard it so many times to hearing it, and then it's like all of a sudden it'll come full swing and you'll like it again, and you just go a little insane. Uh, Tim, that was your mom was really good at making sure you felt special. That's really sweet. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was great, and and she told me a story about when she found her little Timmy under the Christmas tree on Christmas Aww. Day. Oh, and there was a box. There were two eyes for the holes. I don't know how I breathed in the box. Don't worry about it. That, but yeah, what a wonderful story. Yeah, I you know, and I lost her <laughs> close to thirty years ago. So Jesus. yeah, I think about that story. I tell that story every Christmas, in fact. So. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty pretty special deal for me. So, oh. but uh, good morning, of course, Brittany, uh, Tevin, Officer Dave, Mr. Lammers, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. And Andy and Tommy. Tommy. Uh, Tommy. I've been trying to avoid talking about the Marvels. Oh, uh, ish. Ugh. When are they going to stop? Never. Well, ever. I told you this on <laughs> uh, on the podcast Tuesday, the family podcast that. You know, when we started doing, when I started doing reviews with you, Tom, yeah. and it's going, you know, nine, ten years, whatever, I used to get really, really hyped about these movies. And I never thought within 
that span. I'm trying to think when things started to erode. I'm thinking probably after the Avengers Endgame. Yeah, I would agree with that. That's when most people Mm -hmm. say it gets much... Well, because yeah. it's Endgame, now, it's the end. There How do have you keep been going? little flashes of, of, of brightness. Um, I loved it just because I love Sam Raimi, but he brought this horror film feeling to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse mm-hmm. of Madness, and that's really a rare exception. Um, but with this one, you already have somebody that I'm not particularly fond of uh, as a superhero. I thought her performance in the Marvels was terrible, I'm talking about Brie Larson. Mm-hmm. You know, she's one step above barely Tom Kristen Stewart. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They fill the same niche. Yeah. Wow. Where it's like, that, you know. that, that whole mopey thing just does not yeah. work for me. And I've never gotten the fascination. So I will say that she isn't the exact. She's the lead. Obviously, she's the top build. But you have Tiana Paris who was uh, Monica Rambeau on WandaVision. And the, the character was a little kid in the first Marvel, uh, Captain Marvel movie. And then you have, uh, I'm looking up her name here, can't exactly find it. Oh, Iman Vellani as Miss Marvel. And that was a Disney Plus TV series. So you have the three of them together. And right away you start with this convoluted plot about every time they use their powers, they teleport to each other's locations it's kind of confusing mm-hmm. but ultimately uh the kree which is the enemy alien race in the marvel cinematic universe uh they have a new leader who wants to wipe out the scroll race and she wants to get even with captain marvel and she wants to harness the power of earth's sun to save her dying planet the atmosphere is dying on her planet so that's the boilerplate description of the film but you really get to the point where you realize, you know what? This is just the same crash, boom, bang. Yep. The same, you know, manic action scenes that look like video games. Uh, you have the forced humor. It, you know, they yeah. throw these jokes. They try to be. Don't ever try to be funny. Yeah. That, but they try to be funny. That like relatable, awkward, you know, kind of thing that they do every time. The, that, they get, that just yeah. happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. And then the they exact have that, same. that look on the face. Like, yep, they always like, have that's the... our cue. That's our cue to laugh right yep. there. The exchange uh, glance. And so Brie Larson, uh, although she does manage to squeeze out one tear. Mm. <laughs> Bring like... on the eye drops. I don't know if she's capable of that. I'm not a fan of hers at all. I just, Most people aren't. Off, comes off as so smug. Ugh. And I will tell you, okay, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna bring it out. Uh, look, I, she was great in Room. She won an Oscar for Room. She's look, if they really deliver I, any sort of baggage that I have, I'm willing to put it aside. I'm an objective movie reviewer, Tom. But she did this speech, okay. uh, obviously to pander to people. But she says, "I don't need some old white dude reviewing my oh, movie." God. Oh boy, come so on, much. man. That and you know what. That pissed off a lot of Marvel fan. Good. You know, so uh, so she really just knocked it out of the park first time at bat, you know. And and so, yeah, it's hard to get behind somebody like that. And then, of course, when they bring it up, some people that are ballsy enough because you got all these these sycophants that won't say a damn thing. You're right, Brie. No, but then you have some that'll call her out on it. It's like, what did I? 
Did I say that? You know, what a bunch of bullshit. So I agree. Anyway, yeah. So I have a question, Tevin. How many times have you said something like that? We don't need any white guys on the podcast. I usually wake up every morning and as I'm brushing my teeth, it's just what I mumble to myself. Especially on Fridays when I come in. Yeah, and then we got the police that just show up all the time. Yeah, you know, I mean, honestly, and I'm not trying to. I've had a great career. I'm not whining, but I will also tell you, Bree, that I cannot say how many years, and I mean years, in one capacity or another, I work for free to get where I am. Oh, yeah. You know, it hasn't been sunshine and lollipops the whole way, man. It's been tough. So to kind of put me in this blanket statement, because I am an old white dude, like my beard, bald. Yes, I'm old. I'm a white dude. <laughs> I qualify. Where's my badge? Right. Uh, you know, it just, come on. Just don't, just shut up and act. All right. The reason, <laughs> yeah, the reason nobody wants to see your movie is not because of the, they're an old white man is reviewing it. Maybe they're just tired of Marvel movies. Like this. And, a weird and let's thing be honest, race into. Yep. whoever even listens to these old white men anyway, nobody listens to critics <laughs> I <laughs> I anymore. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, you know, look, they try, they really try, but Marvel just needs to, they just need to dial it back for a while. They need to find a creative spark. And this is disappointing because a report surfaced last week about how Disney is in trouble, how Marvel is in mm-hmm. trouble. And one of their ideas, how ingenious, is to bring back Robert Downey Jr. and Scarlett Johansson, who both died in Avengers Endgame. <laughs> Other than that, though. Yep. Oh, well, I mean, uh, they'll find a way. Well, they I mean, already this did multiverse it. Thing, yeah. Minor spoilers for people who aren't up on everything, but they basically already did that for um, Guardians Part 3. The yeah. green lady died in Endgame, and now she's back. But they, they hand yeah. wave it. They, they kind of, they're vague about it. They're like, oh, it's not the same. You know, you look the same, but you're not the same. But, I mean, she's the same. It's the same actress. It's the same character. They yeah. pretty much act the same. And I mean, that's like kind of the go-to for Marvel or any superhero movie. Yep. Is the movie ends with some big explosion. You think everybody dies. But just wait. There was a net, and they wow. climbed into this tunnel, and now everybody's still alive. <laughs> well, not to yep. mention, how many characters do they have at this point that can just open up a doorway into another universe yeah, and right. pluck really... any number of Robert Downey Juniors from any of those universes. And they do it here, and I'm not going to tell you how, but there is a mid a, a scene at, at the end credits and then another one like the mid end credits mm-hmm. um, where they, again, open that door. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's embarrassing how bad they have a CGI character oh. that looks like it's from the 90s. Yeah. It's the worst thing Marvel has ever done. It's embarrassing. But here's where Marvel runs into problems. They think, oh, if we get Downey back, if we get Scarlett Johansson back, and there was an issue with Scarlett's Black Widow prequel movie coming out during the pandemic where she thought she should have been paid more and they settled it, whatever. You think they're going to come back and do this for free? No, they're not. And the big problem with these movies right now is that they cost $200, $300 million. Minimum. And it's impossible to break even on them. So they think, okay, this is going to solve our problem. Robert Downey Jr. will come back, but we're going to have to pay him $50 million to do it. Part of the back end probably, too. So it's going to take forever for them to clear it. So, I mean, it's just like you got to stop, take a step back, breathe, 
and try again, try again, and start. How about try a, a smaller budgeted movie? I know it would be nice to go back to something that didn't cost the you know GDP of a large city to produce. <laughs> Just talking some small countries around the planet. Yeah, yeah. for real. Yeah, really, seriously. So. Yeah, I, I, you know, Lammer Hammer time on this one. I'll give it a three and a half out of ten on the Lama meter. It's just enough. Whoa. Enough. Yep, enough. I agree. And, and don't think I'm picking on Captain Marvel because of Brie Larson. I've been slamming Marvel movies for a while now. It's nothing new. And that's the problem. It's nothing new. Mm-hmm. It you know, be. it's just the same old, same old. So. I don't know if I've discouraged. I know I discouraged Tommy from seeing it, but is anybody else? <laughs> I've gonna, never ever liked. Is Marvel. anybody else going to ignore the old white dude and go anyway? Yeah, I only listen oh. to uh, melanated movie reviewers. So <laughs> <laughs> no, um, unbelievable. No, I've, I've been over Marvel probably since Endgame, where it just feels like yeah. now it's just too much. I think really what happened is I missed one movie. Then I was like, I'm so far out of the loop now yeah. that it's not even well, worth the jumping. And that's in. a great point, Tevin. You. It is really tough if you didn't see the Miss Marvel series or if you didn't see WandaVision, you're coming into this cold and it's like, well, who the hell are these characters? Yeah. Now, I did happen to see the series. And, you know, though, I mean, it's getting to the point where they're dropping off. I haven't started Loki season two yet. Yeah, you're going to be confused. I, yeah. I'm, I, I is, is that confusing? Oh, my uh, gosh. Uh, it's like, like, yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. So, so. Even that stuff. So you have to be confused in order to go to a movie where you're going to be more confused. Yeah. I mean, it's just such of a mishmash at this point. But the thing is, is that they opened the door. They committed themselves to at least two more movies with these end credit scenes. That's mm. what Marvel does. And it used to work and it used to get people excited, but not anymore. At least me. And it sounds like Tevin, at, at least, you know, so and, and Dave, you know, and Andy and Brittany, and everybody. Everybody. Uh, <laughs> everybody. If you want to watch a really good Brie Larson show, like if you want to see her acting where I think she's really casted well, is Lessons in Chemistry on Apple TV. She's amazing in it. Yeah. You know, I mean, again, I mean, she said something really stupid and it pissed me off. And the fact of the matter is, if she would have done a great job in Captain Marvel, I, I would be on her side. I mean, it's happened before. How many times have we bitched about Alec Baldwin being such of a huge pain in the ass? But... When you see him in a movie or a TV show, it's like, this guy kicks ass. So I am willing to separate that sort of thing. So it's not, oh, uh, Tim's just got a grudge now. No, 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 not at all. I mean, it it happens all the time. I mean, I even warmed up for Channing Tatum for a minute. Channing Tatum? Yeah, yeah. For a Did, minute, and that that dog movie he did, the military dog movie. Which oh yeah, is good. yep. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't I, she I, in a, another movie with uh, Michael B. Jordan about Michael B. Jordan was a lawyer down south? Oh yeah, and yeah. She was uh, the, just cause. Uh, what was it called? Just cause, maybe. I thought Something she was like fairly that. decent in that one, but. Yeah, yeah. So a, again, a, you know, you're only role, as good it? as your yeah. script, and some people just kind of look at like they're bored in these movie roles and that's definitely the case in every marvel thing she's done and this one she doesn't really fare much better so um one thing i would suggest though on netflix if you saw the arnold schwarzenegger docu-series it was three uh hours of one focused on his um his bodybuilding physical, career yeah, yeah bodybuilding the next one of the movies the next one was politics this one's a lot shorter it's only an hour and a half sly 
It's a documentary about Sylvester Stallone, and it is terrific. Somebody needs that to tell guy Alex. is great. I love Sylvester Stallone. You tell what? So somebody needs to tell Alex about this documentary because Sly, that's her BFF from Florida. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot she moves with it. <laughs> uh, that picture of him, he looks like he's about what twelve years old or something. The picture on the on the, the on the promo. Have you seen that Sly Stallone deal? Uh, well, what, you mean the poster or something or the, there's a picture of him. They're promoting it on television. There's a picture of him. He looks to be about maybe 12, 13, 14 years old. Yeah. 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 It goes back to his childhood and you know, kind of a rough deal. He was with his father, his brother, Frank, which I know you've talked to Frank a number of times, a number of times. Yeah. It is, uh, went with his mother. Um, but no, no, it was not easy. And the guy, you know, he, he earned his keep. That guy mm-hmm. really did come up the ranks, and, and Stallone realized that, you know, they weren't going to hire him. He'd have to write his own stories and his own screenplays, and that's exactly what he did. Yeah. He cast himself, essentially. But I have to tell you, I cannot wait for Tulsa King Season 2. Yeah. That's coming out because Tulsa King Season 1, if you're not interested in any other Sly Stallone pictures or TV show. I think that's like, this might be his first TV show. Uh, Tulsa King is terrific. And Officer Dave, unless you've already heard, Reacher Season 2 coming back on December 15th. Oh, oh I'm it. good. I'm there. Love it. Great show. Oh, great shows. But Stallone, look, man, guy 78 in the series in Tulsa King, uh, his lover in it said, well, I don't know, I think you're, what, are you 58? Try 20 years older than that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you should say the dude is put together at 78, man. Yeah, he and, is, no and, question. And as funny as he's ever been, I mean, truly funny, not trying to be funny, just naturally funny. So if you haven't seen it yet before season two comes out, Tulsa King. But again, uh, get, you know, get, you can get a good uh, swath of his career. Uh, with Stallone, I could have used for more than an hour and a half, but Sly, I guess, is the name of the documentary on Netflix. Mm, it is, yeah. When is Tulsa King coming back? You know, there is a season two. I just don't, I haven't gotten word yet, or you know, like they would contact me, but I haven't read or heard <laughs> okay. yet. But um, I just learned about, uh, read about um, Reacher just a couple days ago. So that we already knew that was done, though, and in the can. I think they were probably waiting on, you yeah. know, the outcome of the strike and, yep. you know, getting back because they they need Alan Richson, I think, to help sell that series, uh, you know, because I don't know how many people have discovered it, but it is a great series. Oh, it's phenomenal, yeah. indeed. So, all right, well, Timmy. that's all I have. Uh, everybody have a great weekend and and uh, give Tom that Harry Connick Jr. link, uh, Andy or or Kevin or Brittany. Uh, and, and check out that Christmas tune. It is a great tune, and it'll put you in the mood for Christmas. Well, I'm ready to go, man. Thank you, Pally. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, Timmy Lammers brought to you by Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyers seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Timmy Lammers brought to you by Michael Bryant. We'll take a – oh, we got to read this. Absolutely. Now we're talking. The Eagles are at XL Energy Center on their farewell tour on Saturday, November 18th. And you can see them with me in my suite. Catherine will be there, too. To enter, uh, just go to Tom Bernard app or the website at TomBernardShow.com. Listen for your name to be announced each day at 8, 10, 9, 10, and 10, 10. Email us back by midnight at contest at TomBernardShow.com. And you win 
Uh, today's qualifier for the Eagles with me in my suite is Robert Simonson of Maple Grove. Robert Simonson, email us by midnight tonight at contest at TomBernardShow.com. Winner from yesterday, Renee Turgeon of Richfield. She texted us back during the show yesterday. That was <laughs> phenomenal. Renee Turgeon Richfield emails back. Will join uh, join me in the suite to see the Eagles at XL. That's on Saturday, November eighteenth. So today, Robert Simonson of Maple Grove. Robert Simonson email us by midnight tonight at contest at tombernardshow.com. We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes. Some other uh, media person. What's your name again? I forget. Crisco Burnt. Crisco Burnt. That's exactly what it is. We'll be right back. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Tom here, and I just read a success story from MN Fat Loss client Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Elizabeth writes, I'm a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several other programs in which I would lose 5 to 10 pounds after months of struggling. After 60 days of the MN Fat Loss program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this is the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away, which I think is a brilliant idea. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted weight. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story, and please let them know that Tom sent you. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Landon and Gavin Miller of D&B Plating. I've always been impressed with their speed of answers to our questions, uh, and that has allowed us to expand and capitalize on opportunities in the market. North American Banking Company has never made us feel like a number. They've always treated us as a partner. For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com or stop by any one of their Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. The Tom Bernard Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking Company, Bradshaw and Bryant, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bielke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me. If you'd like to find out more about growing your business with the Tom Bernard Show, go to TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner.
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I just got a uh, text message from Kentucky that said, could you spell the last name of the contest winner, please? Not the one for today, but from yesterday. You're talking about Turgeon, uh, Renee, T-U-R-G-E-O-N. That's the one you're talking about. And the other one today is Robert Simonson, but it could be Simonson, of course, because it's S-I-M-E-N-S-O-N. Robert Simonson or Simonson and Renee Turgeon did win yesterday. Uh, I would, I would. I, it's T U R G E O N. That'd be Turgeon, wouldn't it? I would it's think so. Sturgeon without the S. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I, I imagine that's what it is. So thanks for listening in Kentucky. That's all I have to say. I appreciate it immensely. <laughs> right? Yep. And thanks for listening in Los Angeles, California, and being KB two. KB two. I'm go. here. What's up, sister? Not much. Good to see Officer Dave. I don't have my mom here to flirt with you this week. <laughs> well, you can't, all have, can't have it every day. She got very excited over Officer Dave. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Was your dad, is your dad a big guy? My dad is not. He's tall, lean. He was a runner, so. Oh, but okay. my mom's not married to my dad anyway, so. Well, ixne amte. <laughs> yeah, but my mom, my, mom has, my mom lives with her boyfriend, so. Oh. I know. That's why I was like, hey, Mike, better watch out. Yeah, there's a little brown-eyed girl who wouldn't let let that happen (laughs) up here. So There you go. So, Kristen, we were just talking about uh, Marvel movies, and everybody in the show hates them. So what do you think of that? Particularly the Marvels, which... The Marvel. Which is yeah. going to tank this weekend because mm-hmm. they got no promotion. Ugh. And, I mean, the timing of it. Th- these are the movies. Anything that's coming out this weekend is super bummed because they're not going to benefit from any of the actors being able to promote it, do mm-hmm. a red carpet, any type of situation. And Disney is in a lot of trouble right now. They've had to move their schedule. As of yesterday, they were moving around Captain America and Deadpool because... Even though a lot of these are going back to set within the next two weeks and getting everyone together, they can't make their original timeline. So everything's being pushed back, a lot of it to 2025. Why are there so many superhero movies? Like when I was a kid, you had Superman and Batman, and that was about it. Oh, you had a billion of them. You just never heard of them. And yeah. Most really? of them were completely stupid. And they were all the graphic novels. They weren't. Oh, they you were know, you didn't have uh, George Reeves playing Superman and Adam no. West playing Batman. So. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, no. In the very early days, it was uh, definitely an enthusiast kind of thing. Oh, yep. okay. Yeah, and I feel like well, after- and of course, when a studio sees that there's money to be made, they of course go ahead and go, mm-hmm. "Oh my gosh, we have this mm-hmm. whole universe ahead yeah. of us." Yeah. But they went and expanded way too fast, crossed over into TV, and intertwined all the storylines that for the average viewer, having to watch three TV shows, five movies, that's way too complicated. I mean, for me, I'd rather just follow Iron Man with Robert Downey Jr. and call it a day. Yeah, I understand that. I do understand. So what's new in your world? Anything good coming out I should know about? <laughs> I've been following today Robert De Niro's uh, oh, I saw lawsuit. What? He has to pay his former personal assistant $1.2 million for gender discrimination. Oh, what does that mean? 
Well, it, it turns out that he wasn't paying his male and female assistants the same amount of money for the same amount of work. And it, he also admitted that he was not physically abusive, but would be disparaging toward his female assistant compared to his male assistant. Oh, shut up, Brittany. <laughs> I was actually looking up, like, technically, can I get a lawyer at this yeah, point? Oh, exactly. <laughs> we now have it on camera, so. Yeah, exactly. You're good Fine. to go. <laughs> but I feel like this feels like right on point for Robert De Niro. I mean, I feel like he would yeah. be curmudgeonly and grumpy and hard to work with. He did pay her generously. He's like, I, you know, I elevated her to vice president. She was making $300,000. She stole frequent flyer points from me. <laughs> like no. he was trying everything and he had his girlfriend even sort of like tag team and the two of them um, testified against the former personal assistant, but the jury said, nope, this is pretty credible. And Robert De Niro, if you read some of his testimony, he was pretty grumpy on the stand too. Oh. It was tumultuous. Doesn't surprise me at all. He was, he lived a few blocks from me when I lived in New York and I didn't spend any time, uh, you know, talking to him, but I was around him a couple of times. He is not a nice person. He's one of the hardest people to interview. And he that, is, you know, yeah. reporters always, you know, you would think that Robert De Niro, like being able to interview him, you'd be like, this is a bucket list item. Yeah. But you actually have to formulate questions that you know for sure are open-ended and he can answer more than yes or no. Because if you back yourself into that corner, you're going to get a yes and then silence or a no yep. and then silence. That's you exactly have to right. find a question that he's going to have to expand upon. Does he still live down on Houston Street or just off Houston? That's yeah, where he's he in lives. the Tribeca area. Yeah, he's still there? Yep. Yeah, I see him once in a while. Like I said, I never talked to him, never even made contact with him, but I I could just watch him. I watched him, and he was not very nice to people. No, he's not. And it's such a bummer, too, because you can enjoy his acting and his movies, and then when you have the opportunity to interview him, it's usually a disappointment. And that that's the hard thing. Like, I find that, like, some of the A-plus list actors really know how to be a movie star. George Clooney knows how to yeah, be a movie star. Yep. Hugh Jackman knows how to be a movie star. You're going to have the best time with them. Even if they've answered the same question 14,000 times, they're going to give you a great soundbite, and they'll be smiley and happy, and you'll walk away feeling good about the experience. Robert De Niro, he's like, I'm an actor's actor, and you get what you get. No, very true. Hey, we got to get Brad Blanks back on the show. He hasn't been on in months. Is anybody trying to track him down? I can try and track him down. Because one of the great things that he did, he has interviewed Robert De Niro about 20 times, and he put all 20 interviews on this, like, 60-second loop. It's, I don't <laughs> think it's 60 seconds. It, I think it's probably even, 45 at best. I think, yeah, like, you think, he, his big thing is that it might touch 30 seconds, but it's all, and then he finally got him to talk to him for a half yeah. second, and he's like, regret. Huh? What? Huh? No, we're good. That's uh, all. No. Yeah, Harrison Ford was known to have, like, a similar style, although the last press junket he did for the Indiana Jones franchise, he was actually very happy. I don't know if he was just happy because he was retiring from the role. I mean, he trotted out Callista Flockhart. They did their, like, cute PDA on the red carpet, which generated a lot of headlines. And I don't know what got into him, but... He also did a really good press tour when he was teamed up with Ryan Gosling. Like, I think that... That one was really good, and there's a bunch of sound bites of him having a good time at that. Oh, it's good. hard to be curmudgeonly when you're next to Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling is so much fun to interview. 
just totally gets into it. We'll play yeah. any game that you offer. Yeah. Totally leans into it. Like another really great like movie star. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, I got to tell you, by the way, I watched the second episode of Bass Reeves. That is a great show. Taylor I thought Sheridan. that would be a good one. Oh, my God, that show is good. No doubt about it. Now I got to get Paramount Plus or whatever it's on. It's like, God damn I think it, it is Paramount. Is it on Paramount? Chris? It is Paramount yeah, Plus. Because remember, so. it's Taylor Sheridan. So. <sighs> he's, so he's propping up the network. Oh, um, he is. You know, Officer Dave, you can always just, like, wait until the entire series is out and then you can order paramount plus binge watch it and then cancel well, oh that's nice do that yeah that's... i do that all the time <laughs> what are you talking about do you really i don't want to pay fourteen thousand dollars for every subscription and also as a member i'm a member of the tv academy so we do get a lot of memberships and screeners oh, and subscriptions sure. at yep. certain times of year so we just cancel <laughs> everything and utilize that i really miss that by the way being a member of sag after now my entire life you used to get the, first of all, you got the videotapes way, way back. And then you got the DVDs. And the, I really miss getting those things. I don't get them We anymore. still get the screeners, though. They're just digital screeners. They're digital now, yeah. Yeah, okay. they, just, they just don't send out because they don't want to send out all the mailers and everything that, else like that. That makes so sense. That does Occasionally, make sense. you can get um, a DVD. A, a few of the studios will still offer it. And you can go and and get that dvd or you can opt out if you don't want the mailers remember that when you were a little kid andy we'd get all the movies sent to us mm -hmm. just before christmas yep it was phenomenal it was great yeah they're still well, coming your way you just need to uh you know utilize your laptop and then hook it up to your um unless you have a smart tv and hook it up to your tv i was gonna mm -hmm. say what's a laptop i don't even know <laughs> do you have an ipad do you have i don't know what is this that i have that's have a, a laptop it's a Chromebook. It's a lap, yeah. It's a laptop. Chromebook, yeah. There you go. So I, I, I'll say it again. It's going to be tough for these movies at the movie theaters because TV is so good now. Man, there's a lot of great stuff on television, streaming. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 going to be tough. Um, this is like one of the big takeaways from the strike. We are about to hit a big content rut. Um, so if there's a list of things that you've been dying to watch, this is the time probably for the next six months or so to do mm -hmm. it. Um, the network shows should be, um, back on the air, hopefully by January and we'll get the second half of those seasons. Um, they'll only do about 10 to 13 episodes cause that's all that's left of the 2023, 2024 television season. The streamers are not in a rush to get these out because they have some additional content that they've already have banked. And a lot of our favorite shows that we're waiting on for the next season, it will be 2025 or very late 2024 Man. before we see them. Unbelievable. Uh, Timmy Lammers is just on. He said that there's a second up, uh, second season of Tulsa King coming out. You know about that? I do not. Yeah, he said there's a second season coming out. So that'd be good. That was a good show. I thought it was really yeah. good. There's a lot of things that got the green light recently, like The Bear got its season three. Oh, and yeah. V got season two. Like, there's a lot of things that will be good coming our way, but we're going to have to be very, very patient with all of this. Uh, Mayor of Kingstown, that's going back shooting with Jeremy Renner. Is he okay? He's okay. Wonderful. That's great to yeah. hear. Yeah. He talked, he just did an interview and just talked recently about all of the medical procedures that he has had to go through physically. Sure. But a, a lot of the, the mental health work he's had to do as well, because it was a very traumatic situation being run over by a snowcat. I mean, his recovery yeah. is really a miracle. Oh, the guy, that show is terrific. Yeah. So he's getting a season three. He's Wonderful. expected to be back on set within the next few weeks. 
which I think is great. It is great. That's wonderful. Once again, just a hell of an actor. Mm-hmm. He's fantastic. So th- this is all the thing. I mean, and it's, you know, everyone's getting the, the call back to work, but just understand that it's not just easy of like, let's go to work tomorrow because you have to have all the prep work done ahead of time. You have to mm-hmm. have all of the hair and makeup and costumes. So there'll be costume fittings. You have to get the sets built again. You have to get everything back on set. Or if you're on location, you have to get everyone to the location. So a couple shows will start right before Thanksgiving, but after Thanksgiving is is the most likely um, set date for that. And then hopefully they can get a couple episodes banked and then we will start seeing them probably in late January. And you uh, mentioned Gen V. Did you get a chance to watch the season finale? That's my weekend. That's my weekend job. I'm sorry. (laughs) I've had such a busy week from being away last week that I haven't watched any TV. But uh, I'm Gen V is at the top of my list, along with a couple of Christmas movies, because I'm going to decorate my house because I don't care that it's November 10th. So Christmas has officially begun. Yeah. Nothing wrong. Hey, after slogging through a strike, you get you get to have an early Christmas. Yes. I decided, you know, the first pandemic year that we had, 2020, I started decorating in late October. I was like, let me bring out my little manger and mm-hmm. my good smelling candles because it's been a bummer of a year. And so I've waited a little bit later these days, but I'm like, the Christmas season starts right after Halloween for me. Oh, boy. What? What's wrong with that? I, I'm a Thanksgiving guy. The lights, Christmas used lights to be. go on. Yeah, it used to be. The date. I turn them on Thanksgiving night. That's when mm-hmm. I turn them on. We learned That's many, many though. years ago. Catherine learned many years ago. Do not have Tom put up the Christmas lights. <laughs> I can I can see that. Yeah. Apparently <laughs> not the great job. But what are you going to do? I love Christmas. Kristen, don't you love Christmas? Christmas is my favorite holiday. So my family always did a, a big celebration. And it's my birthday month. So we celebrate all 31 days. Oh, the whole the whole shooting match you get after. Okay. Oh. Wow. Yeah. I never if did you that. Have a my December birthday's birthday, in December. You get shortchanged, so I'm celebrating every darn day of the month. Who was the store that had to cancel their their giveaway uh, of a ham bag oh, or something? Kmart. Kmart. Did you hear about this, Kristen? No. Uh, they put out a thing. It was Kmart. They put it's a, a ham bag, which I've never even heard of. You put this your ham in a bag and then put it in a refrigerator and it. Keeps it fresher. What the hell does it do? Yeah, well, it's like because you got to let it thaw, and so they just got a decorative Christmas bag that you can put your holiday ham in while it's thawing in the fridge. It's like the definition of consumer crap. Yes, (laughs) that's true. A completely unnecessary thing to have. But here's the problem: they called it Merry Hammus. Ooh. Which is awfully close to Mary Hamas. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Canceled. Talk about horrible timing. <laughs> I know. They pulled that it. That is awkward. Yeah, they had to. Why pull don't it. they just go to Honey Baked Ham and then just? <laughs> exactly. That is good ham. Oh the my God, it's the slice. best. We order it every Christmas, and it, I look forward to it. And they're like Chardon, whatever it is, champagne mustard. It is the mm. best. Oh. God, we're in that season, aren't we? Uh, yes, we mm. are. I'm going to be hungry Lovely every day. You get a little. Uh, you ever had that spiral sliced ham at the honey baked ham stores? Yep, that's God. what we order. Oh, do you so spiral sliced one? Yep. Well, there was a legendary uh, announcer, Steve Cannon, was a legendary announcer, WCCO, and I don't know who the hell misspelled the word, but he's reading the spot live on the air, and he goes, we got a new thing coming out. That's called spittle sliced ham. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, it's not spittle slice. <laughs> 
Spiny roll spindle, oh. what the, oh, what the hell happened? So we're all gone. The internet seems to have gone down, except for Kristen is somehow here. Kristen, is, are you still there, Kristen? No, she is. No, she's I can too. see her moving in real time. Because I can't see anybody. What in the They're all minor hell? spinning. What the hell happened? It oh. says. Yeah, it's. Uh, having trouble connecting. Yeah, unstable internet there. connection. Yeah, unstable internet connection. So it's, do you think it's a, the internet in a building, Andy? Uh, very well could be. Let's try Googling something. Blah, 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 blah. We're going to give yeah, it a whirl. Yeah, our internet's down. So the internet's down in a whole building? Oh, no, it's not down. It's just very bad at the moment. Oh, so what? So what should we do? We can't do anything. Schmooze amongst it. ourselves. Yep. We can exactly. do that. Exactly. God, we got rid of both women at the same time. <laughs> we'll probably get arrested. Right. It's almost like it was on purpose. <laughs> it's almost like it was done on purpose. I I don't understand this headline. I just glanced down while this thing is recycling and all that. Toilet paper is back on shelves. When did it disappear from the shelves again? Like four years ago? Yeah, I know that, but it, they then finally, he got it all back. Are they finally caught up now? Because I know there's the certain things. The stream is not down, by the way. So oh, perfect. No, oh, we're still up? Yes. Just no stream I think StreamYard is broken, basically. I wonder why. Don't know. Weird. Mm. But we can't hear that. If we're still, so stream, cause, yeah, because they're both on StreamYard. Yeah. That's where we can't talk to them, right? Yeah. yeah. I can't see you guys. It's a, so it said something that, mm -hmm. that disappeared as well. We don't have to worry about it. I do not have to worry about it. So what do you guys want to talk about for 25 minutes? Well, you were saying the toilet paper's finally back? Yeah, I don't know. What do you mean finally back? Because after the two years of the, or three years it wasn't back, I thought they got it all back. Yeah, who knows? Maybe they just are now finally up to the amount that they had pre-pandemic because there was certain stuff that was still labeled as hey you can only have really? one due to supply chain issues and stuff like that so maybe they're just back up to their normal quota that they normally have remember when people went out and bought like semis full of toilet paper for <laughs> oh. you oh here we're back up oh look at Kapow. that we're back up there's Kristen. back like they never there's left. Brittany. <laughs> so you guys hey. can hear us you can see us again yeah excellent wonderful yes did you hear it's us? like, I can hear you sniffle. I heard her go, <laughs> and I could hear her. Like, I could see her, like, you know, your frustration, and I could see you move around. And I was like, me and Kristen can talk, but I feel like I should tell her I can hear her. <laughs> well, you know, a little booger action. What are you going to do? <laughs> no, I have a head cold. I'm like. Like I said, a little booger action uh, because of a head cold. It all works on the end. What were we talking about when you guys just decided to quit? We were talking about hams, I think. Oh, Hamas. Yeah, we were talking about Hamas. Said, don't, don't start disparaging hams. <laughs> Kevin and I have been through this already. Oh, I, I, thought, of, I thought about you last weekend. I was uh, DJing a wedding, and they were all from Iowa or Wisconsin, one of the two. I think it was Iowa. But anyway, they were in doing the speeches, and they go, and we all know that we all love hams here. So we've got, like, they had a keg of it that they, it was only hams that was free for everybody. So, like, we know how much everybody loves it. I was, I like, was ah. so worried you're going to say that that wedding was serving ham. And I was like, what kind of wedding serves ham? Well, so I probably love ham. a ham wedding. Right. Spiral slice. Yeah. Every, and maybe it's just because I will do, you know, 70 weddings over the course of the year. Yeah. I'm so tired of the typical, like, chicken, steak, mashed potatoes, asparagus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, switch it up a little bit. The best ones are the ones where it feels more like a potluck. Hear me out. Taco bars are oh. one of my favorite. My niece did that for her wedding. She did a taco bar. People ate 
thirds and fourths. Mm -hmm. And then my other one, my friend did a like a Spanish tapas type of buffet, mm -hmm. like paella and everything else. And it was delicious. I love tacos. They're <laughs> magnificent. I love yeah. all Mexican food. I don't know if there's a Mexican dish I don't like. There's well, got to be. It's like the same, just in different orders, which is awesome. Pretty much, I love yeah. Mexican. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah, if you, put, you can either put it in the taco shell or you can break it up. Now you've got nachos. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's all burrito. It's, it's all the same. Best. When I was in West Palm last week, we ate at Rocco's. Have you guys eaten at Rocco's? Oh, I love Rocco's. I don't think so. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, Rocco's is terrific. Really, really good right there on Clamatus. Yep. Yep, right down the block, as a matter of fact. Yep, because I was about to hop on the Bright Line, and my mom and I had some time to kill, so off to Rocco's we went. I heard you broke into our house and slept there. Is that true? I was going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but... Eh, what the hell? It all works out in the I'm end. not very good at those MacGyver things. Yeah, you know, me either. Or your address. I didn't know where that was. So. That's going to be a problem. Minor detail. Minor detail, especially when I'm heading down to Miami. So. <laughs> yeah, you were heading down to Miami. But now you're back in Los Angeles. Everything is good. They're off the sag and afters. They're back. Everything's looking good. Is everybody happy? Everyone's really happy. Good. Um, I think good. everyone's anticipating. Once everyone gets back to set and we get past the holidays, I think everyone's really kind of anticipating how busy it's going to be because now all of a sudden you're going to have tons of press junkets and red carpets that we haven't had for six months. Oh, sure. And then on top of that, we have a very compressed award show season. The uh, daytime Emmys, it looks like they're going to wind up happening in December and then it kind of rolls into the new year. We have the primetime Emmys, which should have been in September. You've got the regularly scheduled Golden Globes, Grammys, Oscars, all of that. So it's going to be super busy for everyone in Hollywood, which is good news yeah. for all the support industries around here. No question about it. Any, like, movies that are about... That's kind of weird, because did anything get done? Did they Were there movies that were just unfinished? Yeah, a lot of films God. were unfinished. Like, for example, like Wicked, when the actor's shutdown happened there were 10 days left to film oh. and now you have to get everyone. And by the way, the set is in London. It's not like, Oh, it's oh. right there in New York or LA. They have to get everyone back to set in London, rebuild the sets because they took them down. <laughs> and the other issue is that some of their stars, like one of them, Ethan Slater is currently starring in a Broadway show in spam a lot. He's currently tied up. Um, so they're going to have to really try and find a way to work around his schedule. Same with Ariana Grande, who's working on new music. It's not easy to kind of like get everyone back together, especially mm -hmm. on a film like Wicked, which is huge. Um, and that's exactly what you're going to see. Even Deadpool, they hadn't finished Deadpool 3. They've got a couple more weeks left to do. Even just simple things like additional looping, the dialogue that they need to do. It, all of that still needs to be done. God, that's going to be a lot of work, man. Some, and some people, I, I'm sure, lost all their business that they're they just shut down and they're never going to pick up again. I know a lot of like the prop houses. You know, some of the interim agreements kind of helped like the prop houses continue on, but they just said it's been a really difficult six months. And yeah. even though production's starting back up, they said it's probably going to be another year till they're back, you know, up and running at full speed. And I don't think people realize this, but the shutdown in Hollywood was longer this time around with the strikes than it was during the pandemic. Really? Yes. God, that's amazing. It's amazing. So during like a global pandemic, we were able to get people back to set faster than the studios were willing to negotiate and create a fair deal for both writers and actors. 
Are there any movies that will never get made because it was their time and now the time has come and gone? There's a couple. Uh, there's a lot yeah. of shows that have gotten canceled. I know ABC yep. yesterday just announced um, the rookie feds is canceled because they're just like, you know what? We just it's been hanging in the balance. We just don't have the budget now. A lot of budgets got canceled. Um, a lot of films that were supposed to happen, not happening. TV shows, not getting that next season God. because they just realized it's time to really tighten all of those budgets. I suppose that makes complete. Hey, have you ever seen a show? God, what is the name of it? It's about a police force. I think they're in Utah and it's all about the... What's the, the religion that everybody's nuts? That Mormons. Mormons. Mormon? Is that a Mormon deal? That's the Utah one. Yes. Yep. Is that there's a oh what the hell's the name? You know what show I'm talking about, Kristen? It's no this uh, Utah police force or Mormon police force. Yeah, it's like a Mormon police force, and the thing that's so weird. I think that only had one season, and it might have been a year ago or I, I don't know. Uh, you don't know many people in it, but it's so interesting. Uh, is that is that the faith where guys get married to like eight different women? Well, yes. that is it. It is. It is, is but it? It, that's a fundamentalist. Fundamentalist, yeah, right. Yeah. The Mormon Church does not recognize, so we probably. I didn't think say so. That. No, I, I'm yeah, glad correct. you. I'm glad you brought that up because this is a. There was a scene in last night's episode. I think we got one more episode to go, but there was a scene last night when a guy is arguing with his wife because she just will not understand that it's his duty to God to marry seven other women. <laughs> yeah, some of those, like the Warren <laughs> Jeff stuff, it's really yes. hard when you go That's into some of that fundamentalism because they were ma- oftentimes they were marrying child brides. Oh, yeah, they were 12, mm-hmm. and, yeah. 12. 12 and 14, yeah. yep. You're not talking about under the banner. That's of heaven. the one. Yep, under the banner of heaven. Is that it? So, yeah. could you read a little bit about it? You got it up there. Um, it just says it's an American crude, American true crime drama television miniseries created by Dustin Lance Black, based on the nonfiction book um, under the same name. Uh, came out in 2022. It's only one season, right? Uh, looks like that's, yeah. It was a uh, miniseries. Yeah. It was a limited series. It was yep. a limited series. It's really good. Very well acted, but. It's so amazing watching people of you know, different faiths, the stuff that they believe in, stuff they believe is absolutely the word of God. And it's like, how do they come to this? You know, that I should marry a 12-year-old. It's like, what? Yeah, there's a really good documentary called Keep Sweet, Pray, and Obey. Oh and it's gosh. like talking yes. about it's where that really? fundalism of the extremist branched off because the Mormon church was not going to recognize them in I bawled. I bawled at the end all the things they were uncovering with young girls and these men and what they would do in these special areas that they would do it in front of a bunch of... It was... It made me absolutely weep. It's so disturbing. I believe it was on Netflix, if I remember correctly. Yeah. What was the name of that? Uh, It's Keep Sweet and uh, Pray and Obey. Keep Sweet, Mm -hmm. Pray and Obey. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's for you and I. I think you and I might get a little pissed (laughs) off. Just a little. It's so so frustrating to watch and and how many adults are around this and they're all buying into this situation and the damage that is done. Like this guy, this priest guy would like wake up and go, oh, the Lord talked to me and your 14-year-old daughter should be my bride. I know I have 16, but your 14-year-old daughter, she was meant to be my bride and they'd be like, oh, this is so exciting. Oh, my God. Our kids, we, we get her all ready, and we deliver her there. And it was just, like, heartbreaking. And then it, like, also, 
all these kids, these babies having babies, and then it bred all these like younger kids who had to take oh, care of kids, God. and then there was molestation among them, and it was just terrible. Yeah, and, and not understanding because there's obviously not any sex education going on either. So mm -hmm. these babies are being brought to a, a fully grown man, yeah. not realizing what is happening next. God, it's, how do you arrive at that decision that I should marry a 12 year old? Yeah, or how that you or, as a parent, you see your little 12 year old yeah. and you deliver them to them. I've yeah. just. I, and they prey on a very specific type of broken individual to kind of try and build up their oh, congregation. Yeah, and I then once all cults do. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. once they're yeah. in it, they either can't get out because, well, I've given all my money to this person and it's a terrible situation to try and get out of. Or if you were raised in that, you're like, well, this is just how the world is. This is normal yeah. to me. But I have a question. Yeah, I mean it's against the law flat out. Mm -hmm. So why do, if you're going to do that, go somewhere else. Well, yeah, and well, a lot of them will claim it's a religion status, and so then it gets messy for the state to mm -hmm. try and come in and just put a end to everything. Yeah, it often takes the FBI to really, like, infiltrate. Really? Yeah, and it's mm -hmm. hard, too, to infiltrate because a lot of these people, they only trust people they've known and are born in that community. So some guy just being like, you know, an undercover, uh, like, hey, my name's Jason, and I'd like to join. And they're like, get out of here. Yeah. Hell, there you get out of here. No, I, it's very... It's very well done and very interesting, but it's there are parts of it you can't even watch it. I mean, yeah. they don't get over the top with the sex part of it, but it's implicated, mm -hmm. yes. you know? Well, even if anyone who's watched TLC's Sister Wives, we've watched that family go from four wives to basically he's, he's now in a monogamous relationship uh, with his one wife. But how that imploded, and I think, you know, people are like, ah, it's just a reality show. But really watching the family go through it and all of the kids starting to say, I would never have a plural marriage. This was so damaging for us. Oh, and how all of the women who have left their husband, which is Cody Brown, how they're thriving outside of mm. their plural marriage. It's really fascinating. Well, it's like, did you ever watch the, what was it, uh, My Unorthodox Life reality show? So my girlfriend was a huge fan, and I just naturally got sucked into it. And yeah. it's yeah, it talks about a family that lived in this Orthodox Jewish community and essentially escaped and are now multimillionaires and have a big fashion career, but... Yeah, it's the things that really? they went through. Yeah, the things that they went through, and they have a son that's still like kind of in it, but doesn't want to be in it some days, and still does. And it's the and the husband and wife divorced too, yep. and so yeah. there's a big thing over the business and the fortune too. Yeah, that's got it's so elaborate. Uh, the hearts. Yeah, yep. and to seeing just how hard it is just to get out, even when you know they're wealthy beyond belief is so I could only imagine what it's like for somebody that doesn't have all the resources that they do and lonely because it's your mm -hmm. whole community. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and I, I even think, like, in the last day or so, it's been revealed that Kiki Palmer, who has been mm -hmm. everywhere as an actress, doing incredible work, looking like she has it all, you know, has her baby, um, revealed that she is a victim of domestic violence. Oh, and God. here's someone who has the financial means to leave mm -hmm. and just proving that it's just not easy to just go. Yeah, yep. yeah I guess so. I, I just... I don't know. Hey, honey, uh, let's go to bed. Well, let me finish watching the Mickey Mouse Club. I was like, Jesus, how can you live like that? How can you, in your brain, go, this is okay? I don't get it. Some no. sick individuals out I there, that's for so. sure. But, I mean, that's one great thing about, about television. You sit down and watch this stuff. 
I mean, you could come and go all you want because if it's too disturbing, you just shut it off. That would be really good. And you find oh. yourself going, I'm very thankful. Like, I'm very thankful that I know, like, go-go is in an environment where that would ever, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you mm -hmm. constantly have that, like, listen, there's things we've all been grown up and had to deal with, but, like, that, I, sometimes people don't come back from a lot of that stuff. No, they don't. All right. Well, Kristen, way to leave us on a cheery note. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and I brought it up. It was my fault. But I just, yeah, watching this, like, how can you possibly live your life like that? I, I think it's good, though, that we do have streaming that's yeah. tackling these difficult yeah, stories because it opens our eyes because we're all in a little bubble mm -hmm. and uh, realizing that a lot of people have it much harder than we ever will. No doubt about it. Because if I live next door, I have like three guns. <laughs> Let me just point that out. Might have to open fire on okay, it. Disclaimer, like, no. Tom Bernard is not shooting anybody. <laughs> disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. disclaimer. How do you know? You don't like, know no. that. Okay. All right, Kristen, we'll talk to you next week. Have a great weekend, everyone. Bye. We shall take See a you break. later. Be right back and wrap it up right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them, or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention, value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this, at Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom Bernard is back. Every weekday, you'll hear Tommy B, Brittany Arneson. Yes, that Brittany Arneson. Along with Tom's pals, Kent Herbeck on Fridays, Bob Sansevier, Mike Stretch Gelfan, Tim Lammers, and from Channel 5 Eyewitness News, Chris Eggert and Kristen Burt on entertainment and pop culture. It's Tom and the crew with opinions on news, opinions on life, opinions on entertainment, and of course, opinions on opinions on other people's stupid opinions. The Tom Bernard Show is a podcast, so you can listen when you want to listen. In the car, on the way to or from work, 
at home, on the job site, or wherever you need your Tommy B Show fix. Hear the show on the Tom Bernard Show app in your app store as a podcast on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts, or see it on YouTube on the Tom Bernard Show channel. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. I will do that. I'll search for the Tom Brainerd Show. Is that what it's called? <laughs> Barnard to you. Barnard to you, damn it. What do you think of that? Love it. I like it. Okay, now, four things you can do in the morning to be happier all day. Do you guys know what this is? Continue to sleep. <laughs> Stay in bed. Press the snooze button. Stay in bed's probably a really good one, actually. It's Friday, so I'm already feeling pretty good, but if you really ever need a pick-me-up, here are four things you can do every morning to be happier all day. Okay, so once again, the reason I'm fascinated, I haven't read this yet, but I'm fascinated by it because for 37 years, I woke up at 3.15 in the morning, right? Mm -hmm. And then I got ready and I went into work. I got there about 5 o'clock in the morning and whatever. And I still wake up every morning at 3.15. um, Well, actually, this morning I woke up at 2.15. It was just a thrill. But then I, and I came and went, and I got enough sleep, and it was all the rest of it. But, yeah, so, I mean, if I can learn anything from this, where I could maybe sleep later. Because I come and go, but that can create a problem, too. Because you fall asleep, and then you wake up, and then you fall asleep, and you wake up. So maybe, do you think that'll be addressed in this story? Perhaps. It might. I'm hoping. It's Friday, and uh, we're going to learn how to be, uh, every morning, be happier all day. Get screens out of your room. Yeah, I don't have a TV in my room, sorry. Well, I do, yes, but I do. never turn it on. Yeah, I do, but I don't ever turn it That's on. That's true. I don't. I barely even works. I oh, remember, really? I remember trying to set that thing up, and it was just, it's old as hell. Oh, is it? It's got to be at least 20 years old. Oh, really? Because it was there, yeah, when we bought the house. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It screens out of your room when you reach for your phone or TV remote first thing in the morning. You're letting the outside world dictate your mood. Yeah, I'd, that's the last thing I do. My, my phone is charged nowhere near my bed. Not even close. Really? That's actually really uh, progressive of you. That's smart. Oh, is it? Yeah, I don't need it. Who needs it? And I turn it off, too. That's the other thing. Is your phone, do you use your phone as an alarm? No. Oh, okay. I, say, d- I have not had to use an alarm in 37 years. I suppose. Every time you tell me that, it always gives me anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's nice to hear. Well, that's, you know, when Cheryl and I, we got rid of the landline, our phones, yeah, now we oh, charge, yeah. you know, I used to charge mine down in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. Overnight. Yep. And when we had the landline, but now that we don't, it's I keep the phone next to my bed because the kids know if they got a problem, yeah. Yeah. call Dad. Makes sense. Talk to yourself. It doesn't have to be out loud or anything, but talking to yourself and hyping yourself up can set you up for success. Like if you have a big presentation at work that day, you can tell yourself, you've done this before. You're going to do great. If yeah. I ever said that to myself, I'd probably have a heart attack and die. <laughs> it's, it's called positive like affirmations. It. Yeah. yeah. I, know, I, just, I, like I never understood it. I like this, you've done this before, because you kind of have to forget, like, you've had this anxiety before, and you have gotten through it. Like, I feel like you've done this before is a good one. Well, I'll, I'll repeat what I said about two hours ago when we were out in Las Vegas, and there were 5,500 people in the auditorium. Just to be a pain in the ass, I walked up to the mic, and the first thing I said was, what do you people want? <laughs> <laughs> I can't see that from you at all. No. (laughs) What do you want? Uh, Be thankful. Yeah. Well, see, that's the whole part of it that that really hits home with me. I wish people were much more grateful and thankful than they are. In research trials, people who journaled about the things they're uh, thankful for during the week scored much higher on measures of happiness than people who wrote down things they'd uh, been irritated by. 
Oh, so find out some ways to express some gratitude in the morning because it can be enough to put you in a better mood, better frame of mind all day. We mm-hmm. talked about that yesterday. Well, you know, Mr. Gelfand wanted to talk politics yesterday on the on the show, and he's a very liberal guy. I'm not. Mike and I don't agree on very much politically, but unlike the psychopaths out there in the street, at the end of the conversation, I told Mike I loved him, and he told me he loved me as well. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't care what your political views are. I'm not going to hate you because you believe the stupid shit you believe. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> well, it's you know, it's, I run into that. All, I don't give two rats rips about what you think, what your lifestyle is, no. as long as you're legal. Yeah, what there do you I go. care? I couldn't you agree know? more. But yeah, seriously, and these, I wish they would show that a little bit. But again, I mean, national television drives people insane because you say it all the time. It's, it's money. about the money. It's always about the money because I, I literally watched about ten seconds of CNN and ten seconds of Fox this morning, and it was flat out hatred. Yep. That's the whole ten seconds was all about hate. Yeah. Oh, Trump, that son of a bitch. Oh, Biden, that son of a bitch. Like, settle down. Yeah, which makes sense for why in this article they're saying don't. Turn your TV on or yeah. look at your phone the first yep. thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. And also don't – I feel like the people that wake up, okay, I know I have to be to work at 6.30. It takes me 20 minutes to get there, so I'm going right. to wake up. And immediately I'm already running late because I slept to the last minute possible. Like wake up 10 minutes earlier so you have time to actually wake up and decompress and get ready for your day. Well, that's a I big feel part of attacked. You feel attacked? Uh oh. Yeah, I feel oh. like he's talking about me. Like the chaos that ensues oh. from bed to door. Oh, so you heard about yesterday? What? Well, Tevin and I walked in. We looked at the screen. And went, oh Christ, she's on today. <laughs> we have a caller. It's going to be Wendy. It's Chris from Fairbanks. Oh. Fairbanks, Alaska. Fairbanks, oh, Michigan. I'm not there right now. I'm in New York City. Oh, you're in New York City. How you, well, no, you are from Fairbanks, Alaska, aren't you, Chris? No, I live there, yeah, but I grew up in Minnesota. No, no, I know. You, I've been yeah. talking to you how many years? You've been calling in for years. Yeah, once in a while. Once in a while. How you doing? I am excellent. Um, I get to go see Bill Burr tonight, so that's pretty good. Oh, yeah, you're going to have a good time. That guy's funny as hell. Yep, Madison Square Garden. And then uh, tomorrow night it is UFC. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why I came out here originally, and then um, I noticed the Minnesota Wild were in town, so I went to that last night. Oh. oh Vinny Lettieri, did you see him play? Yeah, he's not a very big guy, is he? No, he's not a big guy at all, but, you know, to tell you the truth, Louis was never all that. No. Louis he's tall, but he's not that broad or anything like that. But, yeah, we were very, it's very not happy. not a bad thing in hockey, so. No, exactly. That's exactly right. So what's on your agenda today? Um, I'm going to walk around downtown Manhattan a little bit. Um, some building called One Vanderbilt has a cool little setup thing that you can, I think it's like 140 stories up. They got some kind of clear glass you can walk outside the building on. Oh, God. Yeah, so we'll see. I kind of walk around, see if I can spot a restaurant or two that I like. and yeah. My favorite restaurant in New York closed down about a month ago. It's called Mayalino. It was in the Gramercy Hotel, and they finally shut her down, which, unfortunately, apparently somebody told me the Gramercy Hotel is full of, uh, full of immigrants now, that they put, you know, your undocumented immigrants in the hotel now, and the restaurant couldn't make it because of that. It forced the restaurant to close down. Yeah, we can't get our veterans off the streets, but we can put those guys in there. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly a very good point. 
So how long are you going to be in New York? Um, got here Wednesday night. I'll be here till Sunday afternoon, and then I fly out to Vegas for F1. Oh, you're gonna ride? You're not gonna stop and see Uncle Tommy in Minneapolis, St. Paul? Uh, no, not a big fan of Minnesota, so <laughs> I don't blame you, Chris. It'll happen. Oh, it's the worst. Uh, it's, well, it's, the cold season's also upon us. It's going to be negative zero or negative uh, temperatures before you know it. But it's going to be 60 yeah. most of the next week. It is. Yeah, it's going to warm up. Yep. It, that always yep. does that. It warms up, and then all of a sudden, boom. It hits you right between the eyes. Mm-hmm. All right, Career. Well, have a, good, have a good time in New York, Chris. You'll, uh, you spent a lot of time there? No, this is my first trip. Oh, uh, you love I, it. I saw USC at Madison Square Garden, so I wanted to make it here. And, yeah, so... No, it's 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 just I, I'd recommend a restaurant, but all my favorite restaurant, the Carnegie Deli's closed, Myelino's closed, all my maybe it's me, Chris. I I forced them out of business. That might be. Well, what I it went is. to a place called Carmine's yesterday. Oh, Carmine's is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Carmine's good. really good. All right, pal. We'll have a great time and uh, keep calling in. I love hearing from you. All right, man. Thanks. Take it easy. Thank you, it, Tom. The Gramercy Park. Hotel, is that the one you were talking about yeah. where the place closed? It sounds like it's going to reopen in 2025. They were renovating it. What? So it's closed right now. The Gramercy Park Hotel. But not Myelino. I don't know. Well, I don't know if Myelino closed because it was, the whole hotel was closed. Yeah, it might have. So it might reopen in 2025. Yeah, but I think it's closed because it kind of turned into mm-hmm. shitholia. Yeah. Here's something to be thankful for. The average high in Fairbanks in January is zero degrees. <laughs> That's a little chilly. When we complain about our 20. So. Yeah, very true. All right, we've got to take a break. Be right back and kick off that uh, family show right after this.